Hello, I'm delighted to have you with us for the second of our summer wine specials on the Good Friends and a Glass of Wine podcast. On this episode, we are tasting something very special as we dive into the world of orange wine. Orange wine, or amber wine as it can also be referred to, is something quite unusual in the world of wine. In terms of wine production, it accounts for a tiny percentage of what is produced globally, and it's only really produced in a few countries, most notably Italy, Slovenia, Georgia, the US, Australia, France, South Africa and Austria. It is not in fact an orange based and it might not even be an orange tasting wine, it just depends on the bottle. Instead, it takes its name from the colour it has, which is often a deep orange tinted colour. Orange wine is actually a subset of white wine. It's produced by using white grapes in the same manner that red wine is made. The white grape juice is left in contact with the grape skins during fermentation for anywhere from a few days to a few years. So this wine is like a white wine, but it's more complex. To quote Wine Folly, these wines have been described as robust and bold with honeyed aromas of jackfruit, hazelnut, Brazil nut, bruised apple, wood varnish, linseed oil, juniper, sourdough and dried orange rind. On the palate, they're big, dry and even have tannin like a red wine with a sourness similar to fruit beer. Often orange wines are so intense that you might want to make sure you're sitting down when you first taste them. This wine is known to date back as far as 6000 BC in Georgia. It was produced in clay vessels that were buried underground to lower temperatures. But this wine was out of fashion for a very long time. And it's really only seen a resurgence in the last 20 years or so. I'm really looking forward to trying it. Let's bring our great friend Stephen in. Stephen, welcome. So excited, Sarah. You have no idea. <laughs> Can't wait. Brilliant. So I was going to say, what are your thoughts on trying orange wine? But I think we've already realised that you're apprehensive and excited. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. And now yeah. that I know it's a thing, this yes. is amazing. Yeah. Um, I am an orange flavour fiend. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the maniac that buys the orange flavoured after eights in Aldi. <laughs> Yes, I, okay. I eat the orange roses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't tasted it either. And same as yourself, did not know it existed. I thought we had three colours of wine and that was it. But it was just that our very good friend Jackie told me about it when I was thinking about doing specials. So this is really a fantastic opportunity for us to friend try something. Show. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Jackie. We'll, we'll cheers in your honour. <laughs> So on this episode, we're having L'Orange du Moulin, orange wine, which translates as the orange of the mill. This wine comes from Bordeaux, which even though we've had loads of French wines, we actually haven't had anything from this region before. So it's great to be trying something from such a hugely esteemed part of French wine. So let's get tasting. Oh, wow. That's got a serious kick Super. on the scent, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Super orange flavor. Like this is um like orange orange duck levels of orange yes, smell. That is exactly right. Mm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Quite velvety as well, if I mm. I'm really enjoying the scent of that, I have to say. Mm. Now this is a dry wine, and straight mm. away it's dry. <laughs> like our rose that we had on our other summer special, it's definitely got that dry quality in the mouth. Like yes. you said, like the kind of your mouth is salivating a little bit when you have it. Mm. Afterwards, you're kind of going, okay, it's definitely dry. 
it's not what I again. It's actually not what I had expected for one of these kind of summer wines. It's different. I can't, I can't believe how complex a flavor this it is. It is complex. This is, yeah, there's a lot to pull amazing. apart. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot this, to pull apart. It's very nuanced wine. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. Is my new favorite thing. <laughs> oh wow! I I was expecting it more to taste like the a, a white wine, like a light white wine, mm. but it's so heavy and velvety as you're mm-hmm. drinking it. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm thinking it's more, it, it, that's the red wine quality of it, but, um, sure. yeah. I can't, I can't believe, like, it's just so unusual. Yes, it is so unusual. I agree with you on mm. that. I think because we've had a rosé, a dry rosé for our other summer special, it's got a lot in common with that in a way with the, like, that just that real dry taste, but this is more complex. There's a lot more happening mm. in this glass, you know, and yeah. um, it's very interesting wine. And I don't think actually that this would necessarily just need to be a summer drink i think you could have this at another stage again i don't know like in terms of pairing would you necessarily put this with like a full meal or would you be having this with something that you kind of be nibbling on like oh, i don't know charcuterie good, or something yeah sure. it's a yeah yeah it, it i think it definitely has more of um food pairing options because it is slightly heavier so it might necessarily it might yeah. be uh for a, a meal but um no, I don't think this needs to be just a summer wine, though, because it is like, like you said, it's a heavier wine. It's a more cozier. It just feels a bit cozier of a of a mm. of a drink. Like I, I was just imagining, like being next to a fire drinking this, and yeah, that's. I I don't think it's necessarily just a summer drink. I think you could have this inside of a winter's evening and just sip at it and enjoy it and go okay, and have some nice little I don't know cracker or something with it. In terms of the color, it is orangey isn't it it is quite like a oh, yeah. there's an orange you know you, you know straight away this is not a white mm. wine it's not a red this is not a yeah. rosé it's really got that lovely orange amber color now the other thing i will say is my mind is slightly th- this is the same color as a hot toddy so my mind yeah. is thinking cozier <laughs> thoughts yeah because a yeah. hot whiskey has the same yeah. same color tone yeah 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 um, for sure what i will say is so mm. i was on holidays in bordeaux once and it was mm. a town outside bordeaux called Vergon or forget uh, i can't remember the pronunciation forget, it? <laughs> forget? i've forgotten it. I've forgotten it but it's a lovely town and it's near the um joe the the french caves with the the painting the the cave paintings and stuff like mm. that near that region um they do a lot of pates Oh yes, and this would be uh, fantastic with uh, some pate. Yes, I agree with you. And I'm not a, I'm not really a pate fan, but I mm. totally get what you're saying. Just a yeah. little hint of pate with some lovely bread or crackers. Mm. That would a baguette, be nice if you it. will. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really, yeah. really good shout. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's it's quite. Um, what would you put like in terms of like the color depth? Like, would you say it's like a moderate or a dark? Like, I know, obviously, orange is a different color than yeah. we've come across before. It depends on the light, because, again, there's sometimes yeah. I'm looking at it as like, that's definitely dark. But mm. when you give it a swirl, yeah, um, it, it gets a bit lighter. Lighter, um, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Again, with the, the flavor, because it's dry, it's not as appealing to me as fruity, you know, oh, yeah. light floral wines. That mm. would be more my, when I'm on lighter wines like this, that would be more my thing. But, like, there is definitely a good tangy kind of acidity about this i would say um mm. i'm not getting a lot of flavor in terms of like you know fruit or whatever i'm not really picking up on anything else that's like really discernible mm. like again like we had on our rosé special there's kind of a grapefruit yeah. cake i think because of the dryness mm. you know yes are you getting anything else outside of that not 
a huge amount. I think you're right. It like that that citrus, that grapefruit, that kind of more acidic, yeah. acidic taste. What I'm kind of surprised. I think what 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 I'm getting tricked on is like it it kind of tastes like it should have the taste of tannins, but it doesn't. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Like I'm trying to think back to those other more complex um, flavors that we've gotten before, like the leather, the smoke, yeah, um, something like that. But it, it's just mm. I can't get over the my mouth is expecting it to be a light taste. But yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. A, such no. a heavier. I do find. I think you've mentioned a smooth. I think it's a very smooth mm. drink for me. The smell is the big thing about this that's appealing. Like the taste is fine. I'm not blown away by it. I think again, I'm actually really not into dry white wines. I'm realizing more and more, and I'm not into. Dry, I'm actually not into dry wines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need something that's a little bit down the other end of the scale when I'm trying wines. Mm. You know, but isn't that great? I'm so happy that I realized that by doing yeah. this. You know, I. Really Really, yeah. but really interesting. The scent is gorge. So for mm. for that alone, I'm really happy that I've tried this. A few other notes about this wine while we're while we're tasting it away. It's a 2019 vintage that we're having. It's priced at the lightly eye-watering price of 36 euros here in Ireland. So it is not a cheap bottle of wine, but it is classified as biodynamic, natural, and organic. Um, we've tasted an organic wine before. A natural wine then will fall very much into the same kind of categorization as that, in that nothing artificial has been added to the grape growing or winemaking process. A biodynamic wine then, like organic wine, starts with grapes farmed without synthetic pesticides or fertilizers, and it's turned into wine using few, if any, additives. There's stricter rules around the practices in the vineyard with biodynamic wines. So it does kind of go a step beyond organic wine production. I'm not going to go too far down this road because it's a, like any of these things is a big topic. But I've linked to some really great articles on this in our show notes. So that could probably explain, you know, the price tag that you have with this as well a little bit. So the grapes used in this are Sauvignon Blanc and Sauvignon Gris neither of which we've tasted before on this show. And as we had with our last special on the rosé, it's a dry wine, like I mentioned. So it's served best when it's slightly chilled. So basically just not straight out of the fridge. And this wine is produced by Chateau Moulin du Perrenon, which is a small family producer in the town of Pujol. So yeah, I really like the fact when I was researching this that it is produced by a very small, you know, family organization. They have a few wines that they produce and they're really keen on like sustainability and you know, these organic practices and so on. I think that's great. And like we were saying about our summer special on Rosé, really nice labelling on this one as yep. well. I love it. I think this label is so summer wine. Check out our social media if you want to see it. It's just, it's gorgeous. And it totally brings up that whole idea of like orange, you know, with the with the labelling they have on it. Yeah, they have a wax, they have a yeah. wax topping on top of the cork, which was incredible. Really amazing. I've never had that on a bottle of wine before. So like I, I've had it on one bottle before and that was a super expensive bottle of wine. Yeah. Yeah, well but this like, one is steer enough. <laughs> yeah, it's true, true in fairness. And like again, even just the cork uh, attention to detail, it's just a super yeah. yes. super lovely cork. Super yeah. simple design like that. There's like a oh, but it's a calligraphy oh it's quite yeah. evocative as, as as you were saying, and it's just Yes. Uh, again, Bordeaux is just such a super nice region of, of France as well. And it's just, oh, yeah. I think, super uh, underrated when it comes to French regions. Mm -hmm. But I'm slightly biased because I had a great time there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's really nice to try something from there. I was kind of amazed in a way when I went back and looked through and realized we actually haven't had something from Bordeaux. I think it can be associated with cheaper wines, right? You know, in terms of French wines. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think I think you would like the Bordeaux are just compared to the Burgundies, like the Burgundies absolutely are the, the Champagnes as well, like they would. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. it's just Burgundy as well just, just produces a lot of wine as well. So I think mm. it's a... Uh, a little uh, unfairly aligned with with cheaper wines. It's just, the, and yeah. to be fair, and then when you're in Bordeaux, mm-hmm. like again, wines are just so inexpensive, but it's all such high quality as well. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a fan of this guy anyway. You think this is a this is a a good one? This is one where this is the, this mm. would be like like I haven't made a list, and I will at some point make a list of like mm-hmm. wines I will buy for myself as a present to myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and I would definitely yeah. put this on the list of like, awesome. oh yeah, this is. Mm. And as you say, I, I always think of dry wines as like mm. a more mature palate, whereas yeah. like that's not a fair yes. thing to say at all. But like it is no, more it's preference. A, but there is a yeah. bit of a snobbery thing around that, right? Because yeah. I think in yeah. a way I would have been a lot more like, well, I drink red wine and I love red wine. And therefore, I'm a serious wine drinker. And actually, I'm like, nah, there's no reason to diss whites or other types of wine. Like if that's what you like and you enjoy, by all means, go ahead and find the best. We found those beautiful um, Chardonnay white wine that we had from France during the Chardonnay episode. And when I realized how nuanced and divine that wine could be, I was like, there's nothing to be ashamed about here with having a really nice floral light white wine. By all means, go ahead and drink it and don't be ashamed. Don't gatekeep your your wine preferences. No, if but, you like that, yeah. great. And I love red wine. I would tend to go for red wine over a mm. white. No, I would. I would go for red wine with food always. I pretty much always go for red wine. Then it's only when I'm like sitting down and just having a sip of a wine, and there's maybe not food with it, or it's like very picky food. That's when I'm going white wine or specific types of food, like chicken or fish. You know, the ones we kind of associate with having white wine with. Yeah. I'm going red wine all the way when I'm having food. So. Yeah, it's it's just there's a time and a place for these things and you go with your palate and what you want. And this is interesting. I don't mm. think I would definitely like to try an orange wine again. But like I've mm. realized, I need to try, try something that's um not dry, not this dry. But I mean, a Sauvignon Blanc as well is, is I, I believe, a, a notoriously dry wine as well. Like I, I know a few people who yeah. like Sauvignon Blancs for their dryness. Yeah. So I think if we had a, if we had an orange mm. wine off a different grape. Yeah. Pork as well. I think pork would pair up really nicely with this. Obviously, duck. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Actually, mm. yeah, it would. It would. No, it's it's interesting. It's opened up a door for me that I'm definitely kind of going right. I'm going to be talking to people about orange wine, and I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be trying more versions of orange wine. Definitely. There's a. It's like a small. It seems to me anyway, like it's kind of a niche thing. But there's like a whole world there to explore. So it'll be really nice to try at least another couple of these kinds of wines. You know. I have to say, I do think you are becoming quite the wine connoisseur, Stephen. (laughs) If you think back, if you actually think back to the first episode, though, like in all fairness, and you're like, yeah, I've had wine at weddings and, you know, that's about it. And when you think now you're trying all these different types of wines, fully (laughs) embracing them. It's and every episode you seem to be getting more enthusiastic about them as well. It's great. And do you feel like you've learned a lot? Because I feel like with that first oh, yeah. ep- 
first season and with yeah. these specials as well like the amount of learning yeah. is incredible it's so nice to be able to talk to people about this stuff as well and to be I, able to recommend things and yeah it's the yeah. recommend that mm. that gets me because again when people yeah. hear you're on a wine podcast they're like oh what wine should i get and all this yeah and i'm just like sure whatever you're into um, but there was there was one mm. or two dinners where it's like the wine menu got handed to me and I was just like, oh, uh, I can't remember now which which wine, yeah. but I saw a wine that I recognized. I was like, we'll get that one. And again, Joe, big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, or people were talking about pairing it up and I was just like, mm-hmm. just get the burgundy. It was like, why do you think you're getting the burger? Like, burger with burgundy. That's yeah, all you need. Yeah. <laughs> and, Absolutely. Yeah. So there was one or two. There's one or two times now where I've. I've been able to pick out um, an educated guess as to what, yeah. <laughs> what they would like. Well, that's like. it. It's kind of narrowing yeah. it down a little bit when you have a choice there, do you know? But I, I do yes. I do love when I get that, you know, wine menu and I get to pick something. Oh, so such a treat. Rather than just going, I'd like wine. And they're like, which one do you want? You can have Cabernet Sauvignon or Merlot <laughs> if you're having yeah. re- like, uh, okay. Yeah, region yeah. <laughs> vintage nothing <laughs> you know it's never going to be could... wine when you've been given like would you like red or white wine okay here's your option <laughs> would you like the house be good. <laughs> yeah 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 the house wine please yeah uh, i'll just have a coke <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i'll guinness please <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah to be what a treat. As always, thank you, Stephen, and thank you to our listeners for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed our summer wine special. I'm delighted to say we'll be back for season two over the coming while. So keep your eyes peeled to our Instagram or website to stay up to date. And if you haven't already done so, make sure you follow or subscribe to the Good Friends and a Glass of Wine podcast on your podcast provider. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>